G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. Exploring faith and the future. Neil Johnson and Bible teacher, Dr. Camille Majdali. We've been uncovering this whole concept of deception. Deception that comes to challenge what we might understand as being true or the truth of God. Let me ask you today, Camille, about what the Bible teaches with insights into deception. Neil, the Bible has a lot to say about this issue. It appears that as we get to the end of time, the end of the age or the end of the world leading to the establishment of God's kingdom after the second coming of Jesus, that as we see the day dawning, namely the return of Christ who is the personification of truth, deception will increase a lot. Not just normal lying and spin and mendacity and so on, but what we call even a spirit of deception. For example, in 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, Paul is telling the church there in Thessalonica not to be soon shaken in mind or troubled, either by spirit or by word or by letter, as if from us, as though the day of Christ had come. Now that's 2 Thessalonians chapter 2 verse 2. And then he goes on to say in verse 3, let no one deceive you by any means. So Paul is actually trying to comfort the church, reassure the church, protect the church from the unsettling effects of alarmism, because that's one thing deception can do. It's almost like emotional terrorism, telling you bad information to manipulate you to do something, to buy something, to be something you wouldn't normally intend to be. So he's saying, don't be soon shaken in mind or troubled by spirit or by word or by letter as if from us. In other words, they'll get some written thing that appears to be apostolic, appears to be from Paul, saying the day of Christ has already come and gone. You've missed out. That would be very unsettling for believers. And Paul's saying, chill out, relax, don't let anyone deceive you. So how do we make sure no one deceives us? We better be reading and obeying what the Word of God says. And so that's our first port of call to countering act or counteracting the poison of deception. In other words, God's word is the antidote for this poison of mistruth. Is there a sense, Camille, in which if we are aware of the threat of deception, uh, we're actually kept sharpened in the way that we undertake our life, in the way that we live out our faith, because we are aware that deception may be around the next corner? Well, there's the old adage, Neil, to be forewarned is to be forearmed. Or basically, we see Bible prophecy in specific terms or Scripture in general as an early warning service. When you heed the early warning, you will not be in danger, you will not be a victim, you will not be a casualty. You, in fact, be an overcomer. But the key is you've got to hear and do the Word of God. Well, to do that, you've got to actually study it, and you've got to listen to it, and you've got to put it into practice. So 
The threat of deception should not terrify us. It should simply make us vigilant. Watchmen on the walls, not only for our own sake, but for our family's sake and for our church's sake as well. Faith and the Future with Neil Johnson and Dr. Camille Majdali from Teach All Nations. For more from Dr. Majdali, including books and DVDs on prophecy, Bible commentaries, plus today's and other episodes of Faith and the Future, go to vision.org.au. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.